ready to grow your business by building relationships online and offline? Are you looking for a system to attract new prospects and nurture your past clients? Maybe you're a business owner, a sales professional, or an entrepreneur. If you are, then great. Join me, Janice Porter, as we blast past your barriers to success and explore the power of relationships for your business. And welcome to the Relationships Rule Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Relationships Rule Podcast. As usual, I'm pretty excited about my guest today. Um, but before we get to her, I want to just thank you for all your support as we spread the word about the importance of building relationships in business and in life and showing people that we care. I recently uh, did my 50th episode a little while back and had a little fun with, um, with uh, creating a new community on Facebook. And so I'm hoping that you will join at some point, go and check it out at facebook.com slash groups slash relationships rule. Join the fun, and um, there's lots of th things that are going to be happening there, so I would love to see you over there. So today I have with me uh, Diane Najem, and I'm not sure if I even say your name correctly, Diane. Was that good? Yeah, that's great. Thank, Thank you. you. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Diane and I have known each other for several years, but we just reconnected recently. Uh, we were in a networking organization together. Although Diane lives in the Seattle area and I live in Vancouver, BC, it was wonderful that she used to come up here and visit us all the time, which was really fun. And I think we went down there once to visit, but it's always good to network with people that aren't local, which is because of the state of the world today, what we're doing all the time now. Um, and we were just doing it ahead of time. So it was great. Yes, exactly. Right? Yeah. Yes. So a little bit about Diane. Diane is the CEO and founder of a very interesting product called PhotoPad, which she's going to share with us. And uh, she was a social worker for 20 years and then became what actually I'm in awe of, a true entrepreneur. She launched two tech platforms in the photo and digital content marketing space. Her first product, PhotoPad, a consumer photo app on Facebook in 2010, and PhotoPad for Business in 2016. Her passion and leadership continues to empower women to succeed in business through providing resources and connections. And I know that Diane serves on boards and she is involved with a special um, nonprofit. I think it's called Olive Crest, am I correct? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And, exactly. uh, which, which is philanthropy work for women and children of abuse. And she serves on that board, and I know that's very special to you. She has uh, received nominations for Startup of the Year and Innovative Product of the Year. She's won numerous awards, and she definitely knows what she's talking about when it comes to being a true entrepreneur. There's so much, and I say that because not everybody that says they're an entrepreneur is an entrepreneur. Okay, right. well, maybe a business owner, but not necessarily a true entrepreneur. And I think you are. And so, Diane, welcome again. Thank you. Thank you. And tell nice us. Here. Thank you. You're very welcome. And I want you to tell us a little bit of tell my audience a little bit about the present state of PhotoPad. What is it and who do you serve? And it's really quite interesting. And I, I'd like you to share that with us. Oh, well, thank you so much. Um, 
PhotoPad is for small businesses. Um, a place, it's an easy to use design platform, a place for them to create their visual um, social media marketing in one space. So I give them a platform to create their graphics, their photo stories, and photo blogs, and, and whatever they wish to create, and then share out to everywhere. Their social media channels, their email marketing, they can download it into a presentation to uh, JPEG. So there's a lot of features in one space. And one of the things to just visualize about PhotoPad is if you're a small business, you're saying, I don't have time or the resources. Because that's why we launched PhotoPad. Because as a small business owner, I understood that because I didn't have the resources to hire people to do Adobe platform, which is great for big businesses who have the resources. So what I've done is a simplified version for uh -huh. small businesses and made it simple and intuitive and affordable. It's in one place. And all you have to do is upload your photos and go from there and create what you would want to create. So it's very simple to use. And this is a great topic of how PhotoPads relate related to building relationships because it is about building relationships. And one thing is small business owners, we know that. So when people come into our store, we build that relationship. But today everything is digital mm -hmm. and everybody's on social media. And it's even more important. And I think with COVID and the new normal, small businesses have migrated as a way to communicate with their customers. Well, that's going to continue. They need to continue the relationships on social media. And we provide that and help them with that. Okay. So let me just, for those people who haven't seen it or, or heard of it before, I just yeah. want to clarify a couple of things. So why would I, why would I use PhotoPad first instead of just going to my social media platforms? Well, for a couple of reasons. One is when you go to social media platforms and you post a, a couple pictures and text, it's static and it's uninteresting and people tend to just click like and move forward mm -hmm. if you even get seen. Right. And what I know is that photo stories, which is our main focus of PhotoPad, you can do other things, but building the relationship through photo stories about who you are, what your business is, what, who your team is, is building relationship with your audience. And that tends to get, um, that tends to stand out amongst that clutter and algorithm. Okay, so you, but it's, it's not video though, right? No, not oh, yet. No. That's going to come in. So oh. it comes into, you create a story anywhere from one to three slides. And it turns oh. into a slide presentation, tells it from beginning to end. And it stands out. We know we've tested it and photo stories stand out on social media and get a higher click through than if you just post pictures and And which text. platform does it work the best with or does it matter? It works with all platforms except for Instagram. Instagram is about your Insta stories, is about having Insta moments. And the right. great thing is we have customers who use it, who use Insta stories, but those go away and you have the ability to save it and they upload it in our system and we give them the creative tools then to share it quickly to all their other social media channels, giving them that time back to stay on to Instagram. So that's a really good example. So a lot of people are like, I don't know which platforms to be on. You right. don't have to worry about that. You can create this once. Yes. Photo story. Let's say you just do three, four slides yes. and share out your story and you can always change one of the slides and make it a new story. So it, it shares to all your other channels that you don't have time to 
beyond. Okay, you know so just one more clarification because yeah. when you think when I think of Facebook or Instagram, I think of those stories at the top. Yes, right. Those go away. Okay, so you don't need those. This isn't where your photopad stories go. They go down in the main the main thing where you need okay. to be seen also. Got it. Well, I love the Insta stories because you're telling really quickly, but I might not have caught your story of the coffee shop and what you did at your event yesterday. But by creating it with PhotoPad, people who didn't catch that Insta story, that yes. instant moment, yes. can see it now on your feed because it stands out. So who's your target audience? Who do you, like I know it's small business, but is it, yes. is it more retail? Is it restaurants or is it's, it? Um, well, there's three categories. One is uh, hospitality. So okay. restaurants, cafes, small hotels, boutique hotels, wineries. And then um, the networking groups, women networking groups is a great format oh, because okay. it really showcases your events yes. and you can share it to all your social media channels. It's a great way to use um, not only building relationships, but also um, keeping the networking going afterwards sure. and having people engage afterwards and yeah. then other people seeing that and thinking, oh, I might want to meet that person. So you're able to tag people in it. You're able to use sales tags, actually. It takes it to other people's websites. So it's a way to keep it going. And then the other one is small brick and mortar stores. They tend not to have the budget for marketing, and this is a great way for them to use it and um, build that relationship through the stories that they tell. We know that stories are memorable and everything's about stories today. And but what is not good is doing a bunch of text on your feed and then some pictures. That's the easiest way, but it doesn't get the engagement. Right. And it's kind of a waste of your time in that way. So I've been seeing, I, I wonder if you ever um, do this on, uh, on TV. I rarely watch ads because I record yeah. everything that I watch, but occasionally I'll see an ad on TV and there's been, there's been some ads in the last little while here, um, I don't know if it was, I think it was local because they were, they were videos. Um, but they were, I think they were for like an, in a Shaw internet. So the internet provider and they would showcase one business like a hair salon. One was, and one was a pop-up, um, clothing store where the, the owner was, was saying how wonderful it was to have this, um, this, uh, service but um they saw them in action you saw them at the store and i can sort of see that being a photo pad thing exactly. so you ever watch um uh, things like that and get an idea to to suggest say to your clients or to try something else yes yes exactly i think that's a good example <clears throat> of what people want to know in an ad they don't yeah. want a static ad and push your product. Right. It's a story about it's them and about It's a story them. about that. Yeah. And actually, I was quite early, like if you remember when we first yes. started, nobody really understood brand storytelling. They Yes, you um, were ahead of the curve. That's right. Right. Yeah. And now we're really mainstream um, into it heavily. And what's really pushed it forward is the whole pandemic. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing how many people thought they couldn't use social media and learn to use it. Yeah. And share um there's a really great restaurant in michigan called nana's kitchen and if you follow them they tell a lot of stories um and not necessarily pushing their curbside their curbside uh, delivery which i love following their stories 
So that's, that's, that's a, a great good idea is that I got to know them. I want to really order from them because I know who their parents are. I know how they immigrated here. Um, so they've taken this time to share these stories of what's going on and then about their food and, and who their resources are that provides the food, the farmers. Now, did you, did you coach them on how to use no, it? No, that, that was unusual that I saw oh, them. Okay. So I do want to reach out to them because I think they could get more visibility with using our product. But the fact is that I started following them because oh, I was in that area and I thought, oh, you know, maybe I'll go in there when I go into town. Sure. And then the more I followed them, I was like, wow, their story is very interesting, but they're sharing it straight on. And I'm sure that getting more um, engagement and ROI people coming in would be greater with a photo story rather than the static photos. Okay. And plus it only stays on Facebook. So they're really eliminating when you yeah. ask me that you're really eliminating the, the, the other social platforms that mm -hmm. can actually be your potential customers and building those relationships with that. And I can see with the, the growth of YouTube, that being a place to really focus as well, right? Yes, right. So those are some channels definitely that we'll be getting to sure. um, as we continue to grow. So, so we've come quite a long ways. It's been great. Well, so I want to go back and with something you just said, which is so true. And I'd forgotten when you were, when I first met you, you were in like the first iteration of all of this and you were ahead of the curve and nobody was yeah. getting it really. No. And so um, I know that you worked very hard and very long to make people see and to uh, share what you had. So let's go back to, talking about relationships did the relationships that you um started or created at that time help you down the road or did you have to start all over again when people started no i feel like i can actually i was gonna say to you it just shows the power of relationships and the importance is just you and i being yeah. connected yeah. and staying connected throughout the years yeah. right and um i myself trust you so when you have referred somebody or talked about somebody's services that you really enjoy I really I wanted to reach out to you and tell you I need to talk to them because I have been looking for somebody that does printing and sure. my business yeah. cards right so yeah. I've been meaning to tell you but I was thinking about that in this uh, podcast and how important but I wouldn't have done that if you were just somebody that was a one-off that didn't bother to take the time to build that relationship so I wanted to mention well, that's nice so important relationships are and that's one great example but no i think along the way building those relationships helped me propelled me to keep going and keep moving forward and amazingly some people who i may have not talked to in a couple of years have reached out and said i've been following you i know i've been silent but it's amazing where you are and i think i have a client for you so some people have referred new businesses and where we were before, I really appreciate the early beta users because we were really um, unhinged then with <laughs> our, do you know what I'm saying? There was a lot of bugs and the system was like, oh my God, it was like flying a plane that kept taking nose dives. But now we're back there. I don't know how to describe it. I, I really appreciate those. And I still have some people in that. Some of them you lose, but it's okay because we have circled back around in this greater phase that we're in. Mm -hmm. Also, some of the people that helped me early on, some of the hotels are now looking at it because I've kept them updated and maybe they weren't 
uh, the person to use it back then, but they gave me feedback to help me move forward. And so it's I'm all about timing for everybody, right? Yes, and building the relationship. So now I'm saying to them, you know what, I've listened to you. I want you to take a look at it, see if you would be interested in using mm -hmm. it now. Mm -hmm. and have had meetings like right before this whole thing with some people that I've been like, friend, um, not friends with, but relationships with, mm -hmm. hotels that kind of helped me, followed me. And then now we were like, yeah, let's talk, you know? So that was really great to see that. And that, again, is another example of why relationship building. They might not be your client right now, right? but the loyalty, the trust factor is there. So yeah, I'm no, everybody, I think, you know, people fall off, but a good core people continue to follow me. And I do appreciate that first core people that didn't understand it, but still used it mm -hmm. or still became part of my focus group because they helped me get to the next level of people that may have been um, the people to be involved with it at another level. Mm -hmm. You know, some of the early adopters weren't necessarily my clients after all. Do you know what I'm right. saying? Right. So like me. I have to tell you that, um, uh, do you watch Shark Tank? Yes. Do you love it? I love it. I love, I love it. Oh, yeah. So yeah. do you see that as a place for you? Well, some people have recommended that because that uh, was here in Seattle for a calling. I didn't go for it then because I wasn't sure... They tend to like products better, but yeah. the more I've been following them, I see that some of the investors are service-based, software service-based. Yeah, it depends who's on, right, at the time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes, 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 and him. So I, that might be something in the near future because everything is opening and opportunities are so much yeah. now, and especially where we want to go with bringing the AI machine learning into our platform to even make it simpler for businesses to use. I, I would, I'm looking for investors and that might be a route that they would help me to scale faster. We're really at the point where we need to scale faster and get it out there. Interesting. And definitely uh, Shark Tank. Well, I have to tell you because uh, this is a, an aside, but it's very cute because I was watching Shark Tank this past weekend. Yes. And I don't know if you saw it, but there was a young, there was a young mom on there who had a product that helps babies sleep at night. And it's it like the weighted blanket. Um, oh, thing. Yes. And so it's a weighted, um, uh, what do you call them? Sleep bags. Okay. Oh. For babies. And my little granddaughter won't go to sleep. She won't, she wakes up and then she won't go back to sleep. And she's nine months old. So I was saying to my daughter, do you want to try one of these? Cause they're not cheap. Right. And, uh, she said, cause I said, I'll buy it for you if you want to. And she said, well, I saw it on shark tank. She said, I'm not sure. I, I, I try it. She said, I said, well, I'm going to call the company. I called the company today and the girl answered the phone, the mother, the owner, true entrepreneur, oh, always yeah. still juggling all the fields. And she was just delightful. And the company's called oh. Dreamland Baby Co. And I, I want to help her. Like I want to spread the word because she was so delightful. And she doesn't know yet whether her deal with the shark, it was Lori, whether that's actually happening yet because they're still in in talks but um you know it was uh, it was a year from the time she auditioned until she filmed the show which was in march of this year and then it aired last friday so it takes a while wow that's fabulous yeah so i just thought oh wonder if diane would ever do anything like that you've well, got to have all your ducks in a row though right 
Yes, right. And I think we're getting to the closer to the stage where that would be very viable. But you know what they're going to ask you? They're going to ask you, how, what are your sales? Yeah. And, you know, how much have you done in the last year? And you got to have something to show them. So, yeah. yeah. Just somebody that was on Shark Tank had recommended that. Yeah. So just they, said they would coach on. me. But yeah, I said, I don't want to use your time now. I'm going to use it when I think it's right. So, yes, that's exactly. Essentially, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so even in your in your world of raising money and and talking to possible clients, um, do you before this crazy world that came? Do you mostly um, talk to people uh, locally, or you know, so more face to face, or were you reaching further out and therefore virtual was important still? Well, you know what? When I first started, of course, I was reaching out locally. And it was really before I thought I wanted funding, but it was really too early for me to get funding. I had a lot of work to do, but the investors I met with were great here in town to help guide me. Uh, great feedback mm -hmm. overall. So it, again, it was those relationships that helped build it. Through the years, I've gotten some referrals from them. But what I found is I am in a space that either San Francisco or New York are the investors I'm really targeting now because they have a more of an understanding. That's really important again, but it's like yes. I look at the relationships I built with who's here and who can help connect me to yeah. there. That's what's really important. So, so, so people from the, the, those or, stages could lead you to the other people. That's what led me okay. there. Right. Or, and, or do you ever use LinkedIn? Yes. And LinkedIn has been, oh my gosh, LinkedIn. Yes. And thank you. See, that's where we all really started too, was your training from LinkedIn and understanding the importance. Um, some people say to me, I don't use LinkedIn. I'm like, what? That's where I get a lot of businesses. Yeah. I mean, not only do I meet investors on LinkedIn, I meet potential clients. On oh, good. Okay. And not that I'm selling to them, no. but um, they're looking at my post and they're getting to know me yeah. and looking at my product and getting to know me and then they're reaching out. So I think, yes, LinkedIn, all of it's really good, but it's important, to, you know, like we're talking about relationships and one of the key things I was thinking about is how we built community with the networking group and then a core of us stay together because yes. we built that relationship. And I remember people who um, would just sell to me and I would buy their product, but then I never heard from them again. Yes. So there are people who don't understand the whole sales funnel or the, you know, that they want to keep you on. There's a lot more work. Let me say this. It's a lot more work to get a customer when you just do one-offs. Yes. Then you're running around to everybody, you know, yeah. but it's less work to have relationships and know not only that you might be a potential customer, but that you might help me or just be a support to me. I mean, you know, like we've talked about our businesses or you have a biz part of you. You have, you have multiple things going on, your networking group, your LinkedIn training that I've tapped into, mm -hmm. um, which is wonderful. So the relationship is wonderful. And then just by continuing talking, you might have somebody for me, but I'm not expecting that. And by not oh. expecting that. Oh, you just said so many things there about relationship building and relationship marketing. One about not... Um, being tied into an expectation, doing yeah. it from your heart, right? right. And, and having a genuine um, love for people and a curiosity about people. Because you can tell right away if someone is just about um, 
their business and about their sales. I was talking to someone this morning. Sorry, I just made me think of that. And yeah. um, uh, he was someone I met on. I did a, a very small demo on uh, or a presentation on uh, LinkedIn last week for a, a group. And he was on the call and he followed up with me. And um, I think I can do some uh, uh, LinkedIn training with him because I think he could use it and that he'd be somebody I could quickly do something for because he's got a, a good base to start with. But um, we were talking about in his business, what does he do to stay connected to his clients? And he says, well, I, he said he had an, um, uh, a, a follow-up system that he uses and he sends some cards out four times a year, which I thought was great. But then I asked him about it and he said, well, uh, they all, they're all branded. I've had them all branded. So when I get a birthday card from you and it's branded on the front with your company, how do I feel about that? Yeah, good point, right? But if I get a birthday card from you and it's got a picture of me on the front or a congrats, you know, happy birthday, but my branding's on the back, isn't that better? So that's yeah. what I was talking to him about, about send out cards, but, um, yeah, yeah. Send out cards is great because it's a great tool for branding exactly to, for your customers, make it more personal. Yeah. I just, just like I think my, my mission there is really just to, not that I wanted to sell him send out cards. I wanted him to see the difference. Yeah. I mm -hmm. just want people to see that, that, um, the relationship is more important. Yes. Right. That's the key to everything. It's yeah. the key to your marketing and key to your sales. And to me, they're tied together. I've talked, I know that there's sales funnels and I know there's marketing funnels, but somewhere they're in the middle. You have to blend them. The two have to work together because it's about building the relationship and building that loyalty, the trust, especially more today than ever. I predicted this like many years ago when I first started. And now it's, it's just the, We've just moved into it. The more millennials have are our target audience, they have spent last year 900, what is a billion dollars on products that they felt attached to, that they like the core value of the company and that they um, felt like they had a relationship with. And I can't remember the percentage now, but there was a report out talking about the percentage of what they would purchase versus what they wouldn't purchase. And one okay, thing that's was, fascinating. they don't know the product or the core value behind the product or the team, or they didn't feel um, they were a part of the company. And today it's so much about not only the culture within your company, but making your customers part of your company, you know? Okay. But that's really interesting because you saying that the millennials spent all that money without having this, no, they had the relationship. Oh, they did. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. then, then in my mind, then that's that's a shift. That's a huge yeah. shift. That is a shift. That's what I'm saying. More yes. today than ever. Yeah. Relationships are so important, and and the old static photo and ad is no longer effective. And that's why today small businesses need to have more than just having people coming to their store. More than an ad. They need to build the relationships outside on social media. That is the forums that are being used yes, for you to build that relationship beyond the static post. And even for marketers today, it's, it's much more complicated. It's time consuming. They have to be on the pulse, um, on brand across all their social media channels and do it all the time, multiple times a day. 
Yeah. So if you can imagine for a small business, they I have know. to do exhausting. the same thing. It's yeah. exhausting. Yeah. But we're taking that exhaustion out for small businesses. Got it. Okay. And we're helping them build the relationship. We're just going to the core. Build the relationship and things will fall in place. You know? Do you find that, and this is a sexist question, I know, but do women or men get it more easily when you start talking about building relationships? Uh, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I, 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 that had not stuck out in my mind. Okay, well, then that's I good. I can't even answer it. So whoever I talked to early on mm-hmm. um, was difficult for them to understand, but definitely more today than ever, they are understanding it. It's less of a sale and more of really understanding um, the importance in building a relationship with me and building a relationship with your customers. You yeah, know? definitely. Yeah. Um, so just for fun, um, what do you think of when I say the word curiosity? Oh, um, well, curious. I mean, like inquisitive, like I want to know more. I'm curious to know more. That's what first comes to my mind. Yes, which struck, struck me, I think, about you right away. Is that like me, you wanted to know more about sure. people and more about what was going on. Yeah. yeah. Are you a, a reader or a podcast listener yourself? Podcast or, listener. Are you? Okay, what yeah. do you listen to? Oh, I listen to so many. I listen to Startup Life with Andy Lyons. I listen to Motivation by Ed Milet. Um, I like listening to, who's the other person? Like anything on marketing and building brands and yours, your podcast. You didn't have to say that. That's that's very cool. um, Yeah, yeah, because some people listen to like the real uh, crime stories and mysteries, and then other people are like me and listen to just business ones and people interviewing people because I want to hear how they're interviewing them and things like that. So, well, um, I'm always intrigued in stories. So I listen to a lot of people. How did they start their company? Where did it take off? What? Always looking for that secret sauce that I can incorporate, just like you incorporate in my business. So. And plus, I just love stories in general. So that about people, personal stories, it's always right. attractive. So like biographies, if you yeah. were reading, but right. you know, oh, yeah. those are the type of books I would have read. And, you know, I talked about this in one of my articles on LinkedIn, though, you know, who would have known that my Greek culture of storytelling would have brought me into the world of technology, mm-hmm. but storytelling really started long ago with and building relationships really with cavemen, right? Mm-hmm. But I remember the biggest piece I remember is growing up um, and my family who immigrated, immigrated here, you know, from Greece, the stories that they told you over and over again, you know, or stories about people and things that happened. And, you know, it just always stuck with me as how important and how um, I might not have known them. I wasn't related to them, but somehow I felt connected to them. Sure. You know of what I'm course. Yeah. yeah. And that was the way that they, that, um, uh, those are our, our earlier generations uh, communicated anyway. And it was right. all about, right? Oral. Right. And we're just circling back around to that today yeah. and really trying to understand how that really saves you time and money actually is through relationship building. And that's one of the uh, importance of why having a relationship is more important than just selling. Well, you know, the one piece of that that I really find um, important in my world is, uh, and I'm sure you feel the same way, that... Um, when someone asks you for a referral about for something in your world, I'm very careful who I will let out of my, um, my database. 
right? Yeah. Out of my network to someone else. I have to feel that it is worthy. Yes. Person. Do you find that? Yes, absolutely. Protect my network. Yeah. Yes, because sometimes people will want to meet with me and then it turns out they just want an introduction. But if I don't know you, I can't do an introduction. Exactly. You exactly. know, and it's again, it's that one-off sale, whether yeah. it's a sale of a product or a sale like they're just using me and that doesn't feel good. No. You know and what I'm then saying? you can see right through it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I really learned actually how important relationships are based on that. That that's really important because you don't want to make a bad referral to someone exactly that you don't really know. So that yeah, because it's it's a, it's a reflection of yourself, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. I was looking at my notes here too. Yeah, no, that's fine. I mean, it's been wonderful talking to you about it, you and um, and because I know how much you like me value relationships. So, just as we wrap up, would you say that you have one piece of advice that you would share with? my audience or that's helped you in business the most or just an important message you'd like to leave with my listeners well, and of course encouraging them to check out PhotoPad. Yeah. So, well, my one piece of advice is to really work on that relationship. You know, I was, I mean, we've talked throughout the show about how important it is, but I have to tell you, I read a book called um, Sales of the Superstar, Brian Tracy, and it was, a, they tell stories from Mary Kay and her um, way, what's important, it was about building relationships, but also there was a chapter on this really big CEO, and I can't remember his name, but he had a, he had a, um, an employee who called him and on his wedding day and said, you know, I'm sorry to be bothering you, but one of our biggest clients is threatening to leave me, and he said, I said, can you just talk to him real quickly, and the CEO called the customer, and the customer said to him, just by the fact that you valued me, you know, that we have this relationship, I'm not going to, he was going to go undercut with some other company, right? But the fact is that this CEO actually invited him to his wedding, said, I want you to get to know our company then on the inside even more. You know, you just come, it doesn't matter, you come to the wedding or the reception. And the guy, I guess, was really astounded that he was valued. And I think that's the most important thing is being valued through building relationships. And I, yeah. that's what I would leave with um, is one of the most important things because I know that because we built a foundation, you and I, mm -hmm. we trust each other, we have loyalty, and we will provide re resources and referrals and connections as needed, uh, right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I think that's my piece of advice is just doing that, you know? Nurture and I just want relationships. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And then one last thing, like, if it's okay to just do a shout out about our women business owner feature, we still are doing that where we're featuring business owners who want to create a story with PhotoPad and we will amplify them in our social media and in our newsletter and our blog to give them some visibility. So it's all um, free at no cost and it should take them about 10 minutes to do it. So come back to the networking group and say that again. Yes, I would like to. Yes. I wrote you. We can talk yes. more. So uh, that would be great. Yes. But they can That's find me at Diane, write me an email, diane at photopad.co. 
co right that's what i got wrong the first time so diana photopad.co and i will put that in the photo in the show notes as well okay so, great diana you. it's been a pleasure and i thank appreciate you. your time and your your expertise because as i said at the beginning you really are an entrepreneur for sure oh thank you so much i appreciate this thanks You're very welcome and uh thank you to my listeners for again uh being supportive i uh invite you to check the uh, episode out on uh, i no it's not called itunes anymore apple podcasts or stitcher or spotify or wherever else you listen to podcasts and uh check out um Subscribe, leave us a review. We would love that. Thank you again. And remember to stay connected and be remembered. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. If this show has inspired you to reach out to connect to someone new or nurture a current or past relationship, and you think that others can benefit from listening, please share this episode. If you have feedback or questions about the episode, please leave a note in the comment sections below. If you would like to receive automatic updates of new podcast episodes, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or from the podcast app on your mobile device. Ratings and reviews from my listeners are extremely valuable to me and greatly appreciated. They help the podcast rank higher on iTunes, which exposes my show to more awesome listeners like you. So if you have a minute, please leave an honest review on iTunes and remember to stay connected and be remembered.